I'm Chelsea Zaccato. And I'm Natalie Heacock. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Happy Lumber Slinger Friday. Happy Chatterley. <laughs> well, we haven't done one of these for a while, and I know people just love hearing me and you just talk. I was going to say, do you think it's bad that my favorite episodes are Chatterley, and I'm pretty sure our audience's <laughs> least favorite is Chatterley? <laughs> yeah, our audience's favorite, in case anybody's wondering, is an episode we did on Kiln Drying. It's <laughs> still the top episode. <laughs> Shout yeah, out just, to uh, Mr. Denny Sanders. It, it was that one, right? I believe it was. Because we did two. We did another one with uh, Niall Drycones as mm-hmm. well, which is a great episode too. So listen to them both, why don't you? I guess we'll have to bring Denny back. Yeah. <laughs> Go more in depth, I think. More needle depth into <laughs> that log. <laughs> All I remember from that episode, this is awful. I shouldn't even say this, but is my dumb question about the sock that hangs in the Oh, yeah. Room. That wasn't dumb. Nobody knows. And it's interesting. <laughs> we need visuals next time. Yeah. Actually, we should do a YouTube on that one. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just not at the last place. No, <laughs> not at the last place. Let's add that to the list. Okay. We have some exciting episodes coming up. We have yet to record them, but we have them in queue. And so um, one of them is... Uh, interview with Allison McLaughlin, who's the current president of Niley, which is Northeastern Young Lumbermen, Emerging Lumbermen's. I, always, I screwed it up on the last podcast too. Anyway, we're going to interview her and talk about her tenure. And then additionally, we're going to have a student focused episode. We're trying to um, bring some students into the Lumber World Lumber Association Traders Market is happening in Ohio this year, and so we're actually doing an initiative to bring in 50 students to attend NALA and get a taste of the lumber industry, so that's pretty cool. We're going to have an episode talking all about that, more information on that to come. And what else, Nat? We have some uh, voicemails that people have called in the last Oh, rest, yeah, so we, finally have, we finally have some voicemails, so we're excited to do an episode where we, and maybe we could just do that at the end if we get enough, you know depending on the episode, we could just work them in as they come. Yes. Keep, uh, keep calling, keep leaving questions and we will get to them. Absolutely. I was going to say our number, but I don't have it memorized. I don't either, but it's available on our Instagram and it's also available on the show notes as well. And Check it's also available the show notes after it's, the show. It's 503-660-8058. We should try to make a word out of the 8058. I tried. Oh, you did? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to get something to do with slinger, lumber, wood. Um, They don't give you very good options. So it's like you only get a set of options when you're picking the number. Uh... It's a Google voicemail number. So um, yeah, I try to do my best on that, but uh, that's what we get. (laughs) That's the easy. It was actually the easiest set of numbers, you know, that kind of were like doubles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'd like to tell you about my 
life-changing experience last night. Um, oh, yes. Go on. I was sitting outside with my family. We're currently in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario um, for Labor Day weekend. And we were sitting out and it was, you know, d- dark. And I we saw some, It's there's not a lot of light pollution here. So looking up in the sky, I saw some stars. And then all of a sudden I, I saw this line of what looked to be stars, uh, but a constellation I did not recognize. And there were at least 20, maybe 30 in a row, just marching across the sky, like, like soldiers, like it was like a line across the sky. It's almost like what you would imagine when you see Santa and his (laughs) reindeer, but it was like, definitely satellites, like one by one, all in a row, marching across the sky. And they were they were going so straight. I don't know how to describe what I saw because it, it looked was like fake. so unnatural. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, I was in a movie from the future. And I know I've heard that, um, the Starlink Elon Musk's, you know, internet satellite company. I know that they've been launching a lot of these satellites weekly into the atmosphere. I mean, basically I have very little knowledge on it, but I know that they're basically trying to create a web of satellites that surround the entire globe and so nobody will ever be without internet or a connection to the satellite and it's going to be random not like in an order no it's going to be like a web and it's going to I don't know the exact percentage but it's going to cause light pollution to where we're not going to be able to see certain constellations when it's all said and done which makes me really really sad and so that's what we saw marching across the sky last night. I looked up, looked it up online, what it looks like when people have seen it. And that's what it was. So it's just wild to me. Um, I mean, I think it's great that we're going to have better access to internet for all, but it's going to come at a cost of, you know, am I going to be able to see certain constellations and in a, especially in places where you don't have any light pollution and you can see, you can stargaze and watch comets. Like, I don't want to lose that. Also, what kind of space junk is, I mean, how long do these satellites last? That's got to cause a lot of space junk. Did you see that article that was like X many tons of pollution sitting on the moon right now because of all this, was it the moon or Mars? I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, and it sucks so bad because like what you're saying with the satellites and not being able to see the constellations, it's like space is not regulated yet because it's space. How do you regulate aliens? But at the same time, I, I personally am not for more government regulation, but I'm for some, I guess, because I do want. I know it's like the ocean, like it shouldn't be free reign on, you know, you know, there's like ocean law when you're far enough out and there's nobody, there's nobody that actually watches that body. Like nobody owns that body of water where like cruise ships can just dump loads and loads of garbage. Yeah. But they, they dump all the garbage off the ships into the ocean. It's not awful. a cola. Yeah. And now that's like space. No law. Now they're like, now oh, it's space. another place yeah. for space. Garbage. What else can we, you know, wreck with trash? I really wanted to find that article. Was it, was it space? Was it the moon or was it Mars? That has junk on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Google space junk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, the other thing about space junk is what if it just like comes into our atmosphere and just starts dropping into you know our backyard Mm, i know this is littered 
with 15,694 pounds of human trash from 50 years of robotic exploration. Wow. It's kind of sad. It is sad. Also, how dangerous is that going to be to travel to space if there's just junk flying everywhere? I know. Or like if it falls down on us. Right. In our backyard. Yeah. Pollution on the moon. Well, you know, we would have had to land on the moon uh, to have pollution on there. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ooh, controversial. Hot take, hot take. (laughs) I agree, though. The Earth is flat and we definitely didn't land on the moon. So, Mm, Yeah, there's no article about the moon. It was definitely Mars that I saw. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well... So yeah, that kind of made me sad. I mean, it's a beautiful evening, clear sky, and here we um, are. Twenty. Speaking satellite. of Elon, did you hear about his glass house? I didn't. What? He um, <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> I know, right? What's that called? Glass onion. Glass right? house. No, the glass. Well, there is the glass onion, and then there is a movie called The Glass House. Oh, okay. It totally gives me glass onion vibes like this millionaire bringing mm-hmm. all these people blah 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 but um yeah I guess the federal government is looking into um he has a project I think it's called project 42 and um yeah uh the structure known as project 42 is being investigated by the U.S. attorney's office seeking information about how much was spent on the project and personal benefits paid to musk mm supposedly a glass house is he like um a typical salesman that just puts all his expenses on the company (laughs) (laughs) builds a house on it (laughs) Uh, hey can't blame him he's got to figure out the loopholes to pay for stuff how you stay rich right and it's also i mean he's he's running a public company so there's so many more regulations and rules you have to follow about you know right what you're doing but it's like I mean can't you just use your money from that you're making not the company's money I know well apparently he like couch surfed for a long time he's not really into like the finer things in life from what I've heard yeah it literally says he likes a low maintenance lifestyle two years ago he said his primary residence was fifty thousand (laughs) dollars That's insane. That's so crazy. Oh, however, the journal contradicted this, reported that he was reporting that he lived in a multi-million square foot mansion. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't believe anything anymore. No. Do you ever look at his tweets on X? (laughs) No, I don't even, I am like so old. I don't even have a, I used to have a Twitter like forever ago. It's probably still out there, but, um, I don't even know how to get to it anymore. And I hate that you can't look at that much if you don't have an account. They like, yeah, they, they like, um, what is that called? They like bait you in. And then they, you know. Yeah. They, they're like, sign up. It's funny. I actually just looked, I, I really became a user a couple years ago, never went on the app. And then when Taylor Swift tickets were like, there's all these giveaways. I got back into my account. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, Elon Musk posted this morning which is very timely for what I was just talking about. Video and audio calls coming to X. Works on iOS, Android, Mac, and PC. No phone number needed. X is the effective global address book. That set of factors is unique. What? What? 
Um, will it be encrypted? Tesla owners of Silicon Valley asked. <laughs> Not at first, but we will add the ability to turn encryption on or off dynamically. There is necessarily a slight lag for encryption. Most of the time, encryption isn't important and quality of call is better. Yeah, so he, like, I heard that he's, and I'm sure he has said this himself, he's trying to make X a, a one-stop platform for everything you need. So, like, it would replace, like, your phone, your Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, YouTube, like, anything that you're, like, any apps that you're currently using socially hmm. would all be in this one platform. Interesting. So, very I don't know. You know, sometimes I just feel like, focus on one thing and do that thing really well. Yeah. And when you try to focus on so much, it's like, then you're doing everything at like half capacity. Oh, totally. I, you know, I, I think a lot of us do that. We know it, but the ability to just not do other things, is very hard. It's that discipline, I think. Right. But... And it's so easy to get excited about something new, like a new mm -hmm. project or, Ooh, let's do this. But then it's like, well, yeah, but you still have your like core things that you need to do. And that's who you right. need to be. I agree. I agree. Come back here for more business advice. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it from me. I'm really terrible at what you're just talking about. So speaking of business <laughs> advice, yeah. I am selling my house and giving up a 2.99% mortgage. Oh my gosh. This is timely because Trent and I just talked about this on the blue book um, update last week. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this exact thing where people are staying because they have these great interest rates. And so what, what's making you decide to move and how do you feel about potentially having an interest rate over 7%? I know. Well, a couple things. Um, also, my husband just rolled up and he's bringing me a coffee. So he is going to interrupt our Chatterley episode, but it's okay because it's Chatterley. We're not interviewing anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I hope he's nice. I hope I don't have to cut anything out. I know. I'll tell him <laughs> no cussing. Um, guess what coffee I got though? Sorry, on a side, a total side tangent. Um, I got our favorite coffee that we haven't had yet this season. From Silk? Yeah. Hemp mm. milk. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Yum. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I will vicariously drink through the screen. Yeah, I am so excited. Um, I will cheers to you. I'm gonna text him right now and say, I'm on a pod. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um, anyways, so back to selling my house. Okay, well, first of all, we listed it in 2020. Like, I don't know, a month before COVID happened. No, less than that. I think it was on the market for like two weeks. And I was just like, I don't want people in my house. Like, it yeah. was pretty creepy. And um, here he is. Would you like to I say hello on the podcast? There's his arm. Hi, Nick. Hi. You want to come say hi? Take the dog. Take the dog. Okay. Um. Anyways, he apparently was too shy. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. So we listed it. COVID happened. I was like, I had little kids. I don't want strangers in my house. Ew, like tracking in stuff. So we right. pulled off the market and we waited to see what to do. And then we like kept waiting and then we're like, okay, can we make fetch happen? Which we tried so hard. We painted, we got a new roof, we got a new fence, we painted all the trim, we got new doors, which was awful experience. Don't ever do it. 
(laughs) really had this desire to have solid corridors. And this is how I know I'm like almost 40 was so important to me. I was like, I can't live in a house with hollow doors. Like what the hell? Who cares? (laughs) Is that something you still care about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> in hindsight I definitely would not have done that many solid do- I think it's nice to have them on bedrooms especially when you're trying to sleep and you have kids running around or whatever yeah. but no you don't I mean unnes- unnecessary um and so then we were like okay it's time we're gonna sell again but that was like too long ago and then now rates are up and so we're just doing it we need a little more space we are in an HOA and our HOA is just doubled and it's really frustrating because our HOAs go to watering the grass, a janky tennis court and, um, repaving the street because we, we live, it's like unincorporated. We live right. in an unincorporated County. However, I'm still in the County. So I am still paying County taxes, which just increased significantly yeah so just like a couple reasons so just get out of that get out of Multnomah County yeah we're gonna bite the bullet and do it and we'll see well I'm excited for you guys I think that it's you know it might not be the best time market wise but I think it's your timing and the kids have definitely gotten a lot bigger they're gonna want their own bedrooms right and um, for them to have maybe a little bit more of a backyard to run in I will say the one thing that is just awful for me to think about is you're not living down the street from your mom I know that's that that's the reason we honestly my youngest is going into full-time kindergarten next week and I think that's also a big factor it's like okay he's an adult now basically so <laughs> now it's t- now we're we don't need as much help as we once did also Henry's gonna be 10 it's his birthday month and um yeah now it's September now I think technically, I think the law is technically at 10, he can stay home alone. Oh, wow. And I think at 12, you're allowed to babysit your siblings oh, or something. Coming up. I should look it up. I mean, I know it's all personal preference. I don't think anyone could, um, I don't think either of my kids should ever stay home alone with my six-year-old. Uh, <laughs> no, things would happen. not yet. <laughs> so what's that look like right now? Like, what are current interest rates this oh. week? Are you updated or if you read blue book this morning, they let you know. That... Oh yeah. It's the lowest, right? Yeah, 7.18 is what blue book said today. And I got quoted a couple weeks ago at seven one. Then the fed announced more rates, the rates went up, but now they're back down to seven one because I think they came down because, um, really great inflation numbers came out yesterday or this morning. I think the job, uh, the unemployment rate came out this morning and inflation came out yesterday and it's both, they're both, the unemployment rate is going up in a good way and the inflation rate's going down in a good way. So rates started to come down a little bit. I think okay. that's what happened. I am not an economist, but. But you pay close attention right. to these things, and especially so when buying a house. Like my husband and I disagree on this. He wanted to write a contingent offer. I want to sell the house, see what kind of equity we get so that we yeah. aren't over our skis. And it's such a hard thing because it's like, will it sell in a day or three months? Right. I don't know. And it's so hard to, when you have kids to be like, we're selling our house. And they're like, when? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. When it sells. <laughs> but by You're the way, listing it this month, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're listing it on the 14th, but it's like, also, by the way, kids, 
keep all your shit hidden and don't make messes for a month. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) It's really hard. I mean, anyone who knows is going to be like, oh, they have kids. Like we have to live our lives too. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where this takes you and the new place. I'm sure it's going to be very fun. We might be living with my parents yet again, (laughs) which would be really fun because, um, my grandma lives there and then my mom and then me and then my daughter, which is four generations of sass under one house, (laughs) one roof. What? That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, but it'll be good memories in the long run. Yeah, and the good news is I'm traveling a decent amount in October and November, and my husband loves living there because they treat him like he is a king. Royalty? Yes. <laughs> he's actual royalty when he lives there. He doesn't have to lift a finger. It's disgusting, actually. And um, he'll be he'll have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he will. I mean, yes, he's got two Nonas to take care of him. Right. Full time. <laughs> Oh, that's exciting though. Yeah. Any house prospects at this point? Kind of. We have some ideas. We, you know, the kids have dirt bikes and four wheelers and we just want a little bit of acreage for them to ride their things and do their stuff. Our HOA doesn't just pass a new law (laughs) rule, if you will. feels like a law. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't have any motorized uh, ATVs in the neighborhood. Oh. So why we're moving. It's like, I already have to deal with enough government. I don't want to be living in an HOA that has more government. Are you guys the reason that law exists? Yeah, probably. <laughs> if you want to buy my house, so it's great street, nice and quiet. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It is a us. great, it is a great house, great neighborhood, I will say. But yeah, yeah, all the factors that you need have changed. So right. it's okay to move on. Right. And, you know, if rates go up, we'll be happy we did it now. If rates go down, we'll refi. Yeah. You can always refinance if they go down again eventually. So, So, you know, um, Barbara Cochran, Mm -hmm. that's her name. I saw a thing that she, did you send me this or maybe it was my real estate agent? I can't remember, but basically she was like, when rates come back down, housing prices are going to skyrocket because there's, I think it's the statistic is 80% of people have below like three and a half percent rate right now. So, so many people are holding on to their houses. Yeah. That the second that rates come down to, I think she said 5%, people will just jump back in and start, yeah. you know, so I'm like, okay, I guess it's good to do it now. Yeah. I mean, I just think everybody's going to say no matter what, it's not a good time. So you yeah. just have to like, it has to be your right timing at right. the end of the day, exactly. no matter what the interest rate is, whatever the factors are, if you can make it work, you have to do what's best for your family and, and you and what makes sense on paper. Right. And I want kind of want to rent, to be honest. I just want to like check out an area and be like, do I like it? I know. That's what I really like about what we're doing right now because I'm like, yeah, I like this. Would I buy this house? Actually, probably not because this backyard really annoys me. So, do you like the area though that you're in? Love the area. Yeah. It's just the backyard is a big factor, I think, in the decision of that house. But you want, if you bought that house, you'd find out too late. Like, oh, living in this I have this experience that I just either need to dump a bunch of money into it which I don't want to do or just get something a little bit different so I do love the area love the neighborhood love everything about it really that's my only complaint 
and our house is a little bit too big for us. We don't really need all that room. So just have five kids. We'll be fine. I know literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the neighbor or the area that we're looking at, it's not like the neighborhood is closer towards you. And we are in support of that. <laughs> be like halfway between my current house and your house. Is Ooh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of room if you guys want to move in with us for the <laughs> interim. <laughs> uh, I still want to be friends with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I will say the one person I lived with that was a friend, I'm not friends with anymore. But that's because she was very messy. It was very Wait, messy. okay. But not Dre. Oh, no. That was different. That was more yeah. like me impeding on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? That one must be a different. No, thing. I was thinking about college, like my college friend that I lived with. And it was, uh, you know, it's a good experience. It's like what I needed at the time. But I do think you have to consider who you, who you live with. And if you uh, want to still be friends with them afterwards. I did think about right. that, by the way, with Dre. I was like, will this change our friendship? I'm worried. It didn't. There's like, so, their house is so big. It's like, yeah, I wasn't even there half the time. You had like your so own like, flat, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I have my own like level and everything, but um, um this latte is so good. I'm so sorry. The second oh, you get back, you have to hop. Yes, on. we have to do our pa- pumpkin spice latte pick too. Oh yeah. We well, take an annual yeah, we take an annual pumpkin spice latte pick. I think this year would be the eighth year, right? Yeah, should, what should we do? Should we mix it up this year? Yeah, I would love to mix it up. Well, we we've mixed real- it up. What? We've mixed it up pretty good the past couple of years. COVID yeah. getting a dog. I liked the COVID one, to be honest. It was one of my favorites. I thought it was cute. Last year. Oh, yeah. Remember last year we did it on October 18th. I just pulled it up. And wow. It 70 degrees. Oh, you know what? That's right. Um, Adam's parents are coming in October and they're like, but you guys had really nice weather in October. And I was like, we did. You're right. We did. I It'd think be nice if we had that again. Summer started so early this year that I'm feeling like it's gonna not be a warm October yeah yeah I don't know I'm I'm gonna pray hope and pray you know we did the year before last we did our um lobby in our old building yeah maybe we should do our lobby in our new building oh that's a good idea Christmas tree they probably will that's a great idea I wonder if we can get since we're in the the building with the news people maybe we get the news people to do it with us Maybe we get our PSLs pictures up on the screens. Oh, that is such a good idea. Who do we talk to? We should ask them. Like, because I don't know if there's a ton of screens that they could put like them all up there. And then we took a picture in front of it with ourselves behind it. Am I too conceited? <laughs> I think it would be great. I think we should try it. I think we should too. Well, Nat, this has been a great episode. Um, is there anything else you want to mention in this chattily special oh, moment? Um, everyone have a great Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. And yeah. um, you're going camping. I'm making tomatoes with my Italian family. Uh, they're making their Italian, th- sorry, they're making their tomato stock for the year, which is the the base for all the tomato sauces so I will be posting lots of photos of tomatoes very excited for this moment yeah please heard about it since I've known Adam and I've never got to do it so I'm very excited hey I feel like 
it's interesting like the climates it's very I think that's early for us right now we're not ready we don't have enough tomatoes yet yeah yeah and I think that they are also doing it maybe a little early for us this year yeah since we're here it's actually really cute his dad has a little list um from 2022 he types up and prints out what they did and it said this year because of adam's wedding we made tomatoes on the 17th of september we ordered them from pinos and received 14 bushels weighing 50 pounds each normally we would order half bushel boxes that weighed 25 pounds each (laughs) they cost 420 dollars and then it lists all the people how many liters they made and then how many cases and liters overall they made in total 320 liters seven yeah 320 liters is a liter like one glass jar I think so yes okay and I think this year because there's not as many tomatoes um it wasn't as good of a season I think he said they're only going to make 250 this year oh so but it'll be fun there's gonna be 20 people here um everybody's gonna be working cutting tomatoes and having a really nice time and then we're gonna have dinner with some of the sauce yum document it I want to see if it's similar to what my family does Yes, I will. I will make a little reel. I'll put it on Lumber Slingers. How's that? Yeah, you should do that. Okay. For tomato Slingers. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope you have the best weekend. And um, I think we'll be both talking on Tuesday to Trent, right? Oh, yeah. Trent's okay. awesome. Well, let's run it back, Natalie. We'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.